Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, July 31st, 2019, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is the storm is here and believe you me my friends today for me it is here but before we get started let's pray father god we humbly come before your throne this day lord god and bow down because today is the day of the rest of our life lord god and we need to be ready watching and waiting for the imminent return of your one and only begotten son who is none other than jesus christ holy spirit have your way in this day just prove to the world who you are and who I am through what you do through me. Lord God, I thank you for the precious and holy shed blood of your one and only begotten son, who is none other than the only savior of the world, whose name is Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. And Lord Jesus, thank you for all that you have done for us. And we await your soon return in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in Luke chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. On today's broadcast, what we are about to embark upon is the comparison of just how the aforementioned chapter and verses pertain to and are being played out right before our very eyes in the time that we now find ourselves living in here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ in the catching away of all of those who belong to him at the time of his appearing in what is called the rapture. Today's show, I believe, will turn out to 
truly be a great masterpiece from the mouth of the one and only true and living God to the ears of all mankind, that is to the ears of all mankind who will spiritually hear, receive, and heed them. These words that I speak are ordained by the Lord God for such a time as this, and even encompass the tagline of the Streams in the Desert Live worldwide prophetic news talk radio broadcast, of which is where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. As the 21st chapter of Luke begins, Luke is writing concerning the very words of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only hope and savior of the world. And when he begins, my friends, he says, And he looked upon and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw another certain poor widow casting in hither two mites. And he said, of a truth I say unto you that this poor widow has cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God, but she of her penury, uh, meaning extreme poverty, has cast in all the living that she has. My friends, Jesus is speaking a parable to the hearers who at that point in time were his disciples and was indirectly painting a picture for them just before going on to speak to them concerning the difference between what man looks at and what uh, man looks at, my friends, of which is the outside of a person, and what God looks at, which is the inside, or shall we say, the heart of mankind. In other words, for the most part, the people gave money out of their abundance, meaning what they had worked for with their hands, my friends. But at the same time, what, but at the same time, when it came to spiritual things, the things concerning the Lord God, they were spiritually dead and bankrupt. What is meant by this saying is that they appeared to have material security, but had not spiritual or eternal security, which only comes, my friends, by way of a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. In contrast, the little widow woman who seemingly had nothing to her name on this earth, so to speak, as Jesus looked at her heart by way of the eyes of God's Holy Spirit, he wanted to convey to his disciples that she indeed had just what it takes to make it into eternal life of which will be spent in heaven with him, the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke continues by writing that Jesus then began to speak to the disciples in this way. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which ye behold, the days will come 
in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Dateline, my friends, today, 1,949 years later, it is just as the Lord Jesus Christ said that it would be and has been the case since 70 AD. Now, when Jesus brought this to their attention, as the word of God states, they asked him at that time saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? Speaking of when will the end of the world be? And when will the time of your return be? As it talks about in Matthew chapter 24, my friends. The Lord Jesus immediately gives them the answer which was not only for them, but is for us even more so who live in the here and now, here at the end of time as we have known it. And he said, take heed that ye be not deceived. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not, therefore after them. My friends, this is a perfect representation of where the churches of today have taken the people who attend them. For they, the leadership of said churches and the attendees as well, are for the most part living out their own, living out of their own abundance and are spiritually dead and unable to help anyone, not even themselves. Why, you say? Because, my friends, leadership of these counterfeit churches are dead men and women walking because they are not even called by the Lord God to stand in the positions that they are standing in. For they operate in a form of godliness, as the very word of God also states, but are void and deny the power of of the one and only true and living God, which is the indwelling power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. And for this very reason, many in the last couple of years, my friends, alone, speaking of leadership in these churches, of these megachurches, have committed suicide due to this travesty or this charade that they try to put on, that they're called of God, but they are not. Moving ahead, Jesus next points out to us here at the end of time as we have known it. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. My friends, there are many voices in the world today, as you will see later, speaking of what they think to be the coming of the third world war. But I say to you that we are awaiting the war that will signal the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ for all who belong to him at his appearing in the rapture. This war is spoken of in Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 and involves Russia, Turkey, Iran, and Sudan, among others who come together in an alliance against Israel and who will ultimately think to come as the word of God outlines in these chapters, to take a spoil of oil from Israel. 
My friends, these players are already on the stage waiting for the curtain to go up soon and very soon and are found in the words of Jesus Christ. And here is what he had to say. Then said he unto them, meaning the disciples, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. My friends, we see this taking place all over the world, but mark my words, God's prophetic timepiece unto all mankind is Israel. And what takes place in the Middle East, and as I said before, what we now see taking place in Iran is twofold. First, I have told you before that I believe that the year 2019 will see the people of Iran set free by the hand of God so that they may freely seek in whom they will serve for all eternity. Some, by way of uh, their God-given will, will choose the Lord Jesus Christ. And as in all nations upon the face of this planet called Earth, some will choose the ways of death as prompted by a partnership with Satan and all who follow him. I have as well before mentioned to you that I believe that the Lord God has conveyed to me by way of his Holy Spirit and word that the crown prince of Iran, who is, uh, who is named Riza Pahlavi, is and will be a delicate instrument in the hand of God in the form of a modern-day King Cyrus for the freeing of the people of Iran and unto the people and unto the land, my friends, and people of Israel as well <clears throat> as for America for a period of time. For by way of a partnership with President Trump, of whom the Lord God has as well told me and many others who were listening to the voice of God that he as well has been called as a modern day King Cyrus for such a time as this. And second, and second of all, in the news right now, we are being told that the air base in Saudi Arabia is being restocked and reopened for business as of August and just happens to be the air base America has always utilized in its monumental war efforts in the Middle East. Something big is on the way, my friends. Jesus then continues by stating concerning what we are now beginning to see take place almost daily around the world on a massive level that has not until now been seen when he further speaks of signs that we should be watching out for that indicate that his return in the rapture is soon approaching. When he states, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilence and fearful signs, sights rather, and great signs shall there be from heaven. My friends, in the news daily, we are now hearing of, massa of a massive number of earthquakes taking place all over the world such as never before. Take, for instance, the 6.4 earthquake on the 4th of July 
of this year in Southern California, which was then followed by an even bigger quake of 7.1 two days later on the 6th of July. Since then, it was just reported, my friends, two days ago by ZeroHedge.com that California has now incurred just since the 4th of July earthquake, listen up, my friends, over 80,000 earthquakes in the form of aftershocks that are now headed towards what is known as the Gerlach Fault. The report states, the recent seismic activity in the state of California has taken a strange turn. According to the Los Angeles Times, there have been more than 80,000 earthquakes in the state since July 4th, and most of these quakes were aftershocks of the two very large events that hit the uh, Ridgecrest area earlier this month. Over the past couple of weeks, however, the report goes on to say, a very unusual pattern has begun to emerge. We have started see we have started to see aftershocks creep towards two of the largest fault lines in Southern California, and this is making seismologists very nervous. The fact that we are seeing aftershocks approaching the Owens Valley Fault is uh, definitely alarming, but far more concern is the fact that the Ridgecrest aftershocks are also headed towards the Gerlach Fault. Moving ahead, just after speaking of the uptick in earthquakes in diverse places, just before he returns in the rapture, Jesus as well speaks to the coming of famines, the likes that we have not seen in modern history, meaning that it will surpass that which has already taken place, such as in the time of the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl plight of the 1930s, of which had been, of which has been described, my friends, in this way, and can be seen on the History Channel's website, among many other places, I'm sure. The History Channel statement begins by saying, the Dust Bowl was the name given to the drought-stricken Southern Plains region of the United States, which suffered severe dust storms during a dry period in the 1930s as the high winds and choking dust swept the region from Texas to Nebraska. People and livestock were killed and crops failed across the entire region. The Dust Bowl intensified uh, the crushing economic impacts of the Great Depression and drove many farmers, uh, many farming families on a desperate migration in search of work and better living conditions. My friends, unless you kept up with the news or live in the Midwest, you might not realize that in a few months we are about to see a magnified version of the bust of the dust ball repeated. But this time, my friends, it will not be caused by drought. It will be caused by the massive flooding that has destroyed so much of the ground 
that the farmers and in time moving forward are unable to plant new crops. The impact from what has taken place is still yet to be realized. But in coming, but it is coming soon and very soon to a Walmart or Sprouts market near you, my friends, unless the Lord God intervenes. And last but in no way least, the Lord Jesus in this very uh, in this verse rather speaks of the coming pestilence of which we are also beginning to see such as never before. Uh, in the form of new types of strains of diseases being carried around the world via mosquitoes and other vimments, uh, varmints rather, and apparently even the ocean. For it has been reported this year alone that many people are contracting and dying from a flesh-eating virus, which I would probably call strep A, but the fact is, is it could be something entirely different now, my friends. They're contracting and some are, have even died from this flesh-eating virus just from being at the beaches along the coastlines of Eastern America, such as in Florida, the Carolinas, and on into Alabama and other places. As Jesus continues giving the signs of the end of time as we have known it, he then states, just before all these, they shall lay their hands on you, speaking of the disciples then and then moving towards us in the end of time, my friends. And he says, and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into the prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. Jesus further states that as it was for his disciples then, so shall it be for some of us who live in the here and now, when met with the same plight. When he says, and it shall come, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. As it turned for the disciples as a testimony, whether in life or death, whether they got out of prison, in other words, or their lives were in the end taken as they all were except for John. My friends, the fact is it will turn as a testimony for us as it did for them. Jesus then says, settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer when you come into one of these situations. For I, Jesus said, will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. The words that Jesus is speaking of, my friends, will come by way of the Holy Spirit, of the one and only true and living God. My friends, but to receive them, you must have a personal relationship with the Lord God's one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. At this point, Jesus goes on to share another sign of his soon unexpected return, that is unexpected to the godless, ungodly, and unsaved of this present world, that we are now seeing take place in the world such as never before. When he states and ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren, meaning those in the church, and kinfolk and friends, and some of you shall they shall cause to be put to death. 
My friends, I mentioned this to you a week or so ago that school children and other family members in the nation of China are now being brainwashed by their communistic government to turn in their friends and family members that they know to be serving the Lord Jesus Christ as their only way of escape and savior from way of uh, savior and way of escape from that which is soon to overtake all who walk in darkness upon the face of this earth Jesus further adds and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake my friends i was just looking at one of the million articles but this one just happened to be current last evening about a young girl who was recently killed because she would not deny the name of Jesus Christ as being her savior. Jesus then shifts gears and the speaking uh, of this time that is coming upon all who will love, obey, and follow him, speaking first to the Jews who will be tucked away in Petra during the horrific time known as the time of the outpouring of God's wrath upon the godless, ungodly, backslidden, and all plain out rejectors of the Lord Jesus Christ as their only way of escape. Jesus reminds them and us that, but there shall not a hair of your head perish in your patience possess ye your souls. So it's a warning to be careful in the times that we now live in and as we move towards the time when we are taken out of the way by the Holy Spirit and the Jews begin to go through the time of great tribulation or the time of Jacob's trouble and are tucked away for safekeeping by the Lord Jesus Christ so that they will make it on through to the other side and the end of the seven-year tribulation period as a total to inhabit the millennial kingdom that is yet to come, my friends. For us, we've already gone on and have received our glorified body. Now is their time coming up in this millennial kingdom time to receive their king, who is Jesus, always was, always will be, and then they will finally understand that. Those who will receive him as their Lord, Master, and Savior over that thousand-year period, yes, they will live for the whole time too, my friends. They will go on to glory. And for those who will not receive the Lord Jesus Christ, just as any in any other time before eternity starts, they will have their choice to either serve the Lord or by their free will choose to go with Satan and end up in the lake of fire for all eternity. And the word of the Lord goes on to say, but there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience, you in your patience, possess ye your souls. And there again, unto the Jews first, as well as to all onlookers, my friends, Jesus states, when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, which is what we're beginning to see now, my friends, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. My friends, the thing about this is we see in the Gaza Strip, which is on one side of Israel, Hamas, 
on the northern borders, we have Lebanon and uh, Hezbollah. And we have Syria, where Iran is operating right on the Syrian and Israeli border. And then we have the other neighbors to uh, the western side, and that would be uh, Jordan and Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates and so on and so forth. And there is no shortage of enemies that are in those nations as well against Israel. So the Lord is telling us to watch out. Because when we see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. As I have stated during this show, my friends, the stage is now being set and will soon open the floodgates of what will culminate into the war of Ezekiel 38 and 39 and will at the same time be the war listen up, my friends, that at some point during the close of it will bring in the open rule and reign of the Antichrist beast and his false prophet. Jesus continues by stating, then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains. That would be the mountains of Petra, where Petra is located, and that is in actually in Jordan, my friends of which there again is in reference to the Jews during the last three and a half years of what the Bible calls the time of Jacob's or Israel's trouble and is as well uh, and is as well as the time of great tribulation moving ahead later in the scriptures Jesus also warns for these be the days of vengeance that all Things which are written may be fulfilled. Jesus then states, But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in that in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon the people, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. My friends, this happened, this began long ago because the Jews have already been held captive and dispersed throughout the nations and are just waiting for the very last part of this scripture to be fulfilled where it says that Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The time of the fulfillment being completed completed of the Gentiles is at the rapture, my friends, because the Gentiles are everybody else in the world. And as soon as the rapture takes place, then Israel goes into the time of Jacob's trouble and the rest of the world goes in. That the, the rest of the world who is not serving the Lord Jesus Christ goes into the time of great tribulation. And when you come out on the other side of the great tribulation, the Jews that the Lord God set aside are going to move on into the time of uh, the millennial kingdom. And all those who took the mark of the beast 
and serve Satan both in the life right now and on through to the time of the end of the Great Tribulation or the seven years period of uh, tribulation and most intensely the last three and a half years known as the time of Great Tribulation who took the mark of the beast and full-fledgedly served Satan instead of depending on the Lord God for their needs will be cast into the lake of fire at the day of the great white throne judgment of God. My friends, in reference to the time of the rapture, which is quickly approaching, Jesus as well tells us what the time just before and leading up to all of that is, uh, leading up to all of that and what is to take place and what it will be like. And my friends, it is exactly just like what we are now seeing and hearing of taking place here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ for his bride. Here is what we are already seeing in our world today and was spoken of by the Lord Jesus Christ over 2,000 years ago when he said, and there shall be signs in the sun. They're going to have a, a big uh, coronal event two days from now, my friends. There's a huge, uh, huge hole is opened up on the sun. And it's going to cause chaos here on earth with uh, satellites and so on and so on. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon. And on that very same day that we're going to have that... Um, big coronal events spewing right towards the earth from the sun, that night we're going to have uh, what is called the black moon, which if you just go look that up, you can learn more about it. It's a phenomenon that happens once in a while. It's just two uh, new moons in one month or the lack of a new moon in one month, mostly taking place around the month of February when that happens. But this, in this case, it's two new moons uh, happening in one month. This there's there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon. So the moon is going to have a black moon on the same day that the sun is having a coronal barf attack. And the star and in the stars. And last night and the night before, they said there were simultaneously two meteor showers that if it wasn't cloudy, you could have seen. Well, it wasn't cloudy where we're at, you know, it was cloudy for once. Yay, we had a little rain. But if it hadn't been cloudy, we would have been able to see two meteor showers taking place simultaneously. So we have now, just in the last week right here, we're covering, there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon earth distress of nations. Are we seeing that? We are seeing that by all means. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. My friends, what we are now witnessing upon the face of this planet is the beginning of this situation. And there is more on the way. All of the just mentioned is a prelude to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ first in the rapture and then in his second coming with us in tow. 
when he returns at the end of time, uh, end of the time, they're again called the time of Jacob's trouble, Jacob's or Israel's trouble, which is as well the simultaneous time of the ending of what the Bible refers to as well as the time of great tribulation pertaining to the world as a whole. When the mark of the beast is in play and the antichrist and false prophet are in total rule for 42 months or three and a half years. Then there again, this is a time the Lord Jesus Christ will return in his second coming with all of us in tow on white horses and draped with fine white linen to, as the Lord Jesus Christ cast the Antichrist beast and his false prophet alive into the lake of fire, along with all, listen up my friends, those who took the mark of the beast and worshiped Satan instead of Jesus in life up to and after the time of the rapture until the end of the time of great tribulation. My friends, the reason I know that they are cast into the lake of fire immediately is because it says that the Lord destroys them with the sword of his mouth and that they are, that the antichrist beast and false prophet are cast alive into the lake of fire and all those who followed them. Now, that's not to say that all the people from the beginning of time are cast into the lake of fire at that time, because that time comes at the great white throne judgment of God, which is a thousand years later, when Satan joins the false prophet and the Antichrist beast in the lake of fire for all eternity, after he's loosed and allowed to roam the earth one more time at the end of the millennial kingdom time to take those with him into the lake of fire that shows not after the living a thousand years in peace with the Lord Jesus Christ to continue to follow him. My friends, all who have died from the beginning of time up until the time of the rapture, uh, that do not rise from their graves when Jesus returns in the rapture. For the Bible states that all who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ at his return in the rapture, who have died prior to the rapture, will rise first. And then we, which are alive and remain at the time of the rapture, will meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. But the Lord does not stop at the rapture, of the ready, watching, waiting, and praying church that belongs to him. For continuing forward to verse 27, he begins to speak of the time of his second coming, as I mentioned before, when he states, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, which reverts us back to the time of the rapture that most people don't even see or not even looking for, then look up and lift up your heads, he tells the disciples, for your redemption draweth nigh. And that's where we're at right now, my friends. We're at the time that is drawing very nigh for those who are ready, watching and waiting and praying for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ in his unexpected uh, by the world at large, return in the rapture. Luke then says, he spake to them in a parable because, uh, behold, the fig tree 
and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. Jesus then says, so likewise, when ye, meaning us, my friends, when ye see these things come to pass, the things we've just been talking about in this entire show that are taking place and beginning to take place and are yet to take place, but our word of God and, and know, we know that they will take place. So likewise, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Jesus says, well, says, verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. He then further states that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Followed by a very stern warning for all who call themselves Christians. When he said, and take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, so that that day comes upon you unaware. For, says Jesus, as a huge reminder, as a snare, shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Jesus then ends with these words of warning unto all who want to make heaven their eternal home. He says, watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And on that very late breaking note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue to further investigate the fact that the storm is here. When the solid ground is falling out from underneath my feet Between the black skies and my red eyes I can barely see And when I'm feeling like I've been let down By my friends and my family I can hear the rain reminding me In the eye of the storm You remain in control In the middle of the war my soul, you alone are the anchor, when my sails are torn, your love surrounds me, in the eye of the storm, mm -hmm. when my hopes and dreams are far from me, and I'm running out of faith, I see the future, I picture, slowly fade away. And when the tears of pain and heartache are pouring down my face, I find my peace in Jesus' name. In the eye of the storm, you remain in control. In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. 
go And I just don't know how I'm gonna make ends meet I did my best, now I'm scared to death That we might lose everything And when a sickness takes my child away And there's nothing I can do My only hope is to trust you I trust you, Lord In the eye of the storm In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. Your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm. Wow, my friends, that's a cool new song, isn't it? I'm loving it. I'll tell you what, we're not going to get very far in this show because I'll tell you, the devil's been having me on a roller coaster today, but I see the Lord coming up victorious. So we'll probably do a lot of jumping around in the next few minutes because we don't have long to really get into this great article that I had for you from Mr. Michael Snyder, one of my favorite writers. Uh, But uh, we'll try to hit a few high notes on that and uh, just get to the crux of the matter, which is, A, the rapture is soon to come, my friends. B, the Lord Jesus Christ is trying to prepare everybody on the face of the earth that they have a choice to make. Uh, And uh, the final destination is either heaven or the lake of fire ultimately, my friends. So, uh, the, and the choice is purely yours because the Lord Jesus Christ already did his part by coming here, walking among us, uh, being a sinless man in form, but fully God in spirit, my friends, because God is a spirit that we must, uh, worship in spirit and truth in this last hour. And that is who he seeks right now. And that is what his word says. He says that he seeks those who worship him in spirit and truth, my friends. So the fact is, is that the rapture is soon to take place, my friends. No one knows the day or the hour, but the signs of the times are all around us. And the Lord Jesus Christ even makes that clear in the word that you don't know the exact day or hour. But the fact is, is uh, that's about it. You don't know exactly what day of the week or what hour in that day it's going to be. But because of the signs of the time that are taking place all around us, you do know that it is coming very soon. My friends, there is a God-shaped hole in every uh, person's heart that's ever been born upon the face of this planet because we were all created by the Lord God. And those who do not fill that God-shaped hole in our heart with the Lord Jesus Christ are lost for all eternity if they take their last breath and do not uh, give over to the Lord God. He is our creator. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what color you are. It doesn't matter. Every person that breathes upon the face of this earth, whoever has, whoever will, was created by God and no one else. And he is the man with the plan. And the plan has always been, even before the foundation of this world was ever laid, that his son, Jesus Christ, the one and only begotten son of God. The reason it says the one and only begotten son of God, my friends, is because Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man. And he was in 
planted in the womb of Mary by God himself, my friends. No man had an interaction of an earthly seed that brought Jesus forth uh, into this world. It was planned before the foundations of this world were ever laid in eternity past, my friends. So the fact is, is that when God sent his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ here, he was rejected of his own people. The Jews of all people rejected Jesus, my friends, because he just didn't line up at the time with what the segs and the Pharisees expected to see. And that was they wanted a man of war to take over and to become king. And they're looking at it from an earthly perspective, my friends. Jesus is eternal. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the only hope and savior of the world. We need to get ready. We need to be ready. We need to stay ready. We need to pray. We need to watch. We need to look at the signs of the times that are taking place right now. Because soon and very soon, the time of the Gentiles will be completed, as we were just listening to from the word of God, where Jesus was making that statement. And when that time is completed, completed, my friends, the ra the rapture will have just taken place. And all that is left to happen after that is the full and open rule and reign of the Antichrist and false prophet by the power of Satan for 42 months or three and a half years, which is going to be allowed by the Lord God as one last chance to sift out those who will and those who won't come into the millennial kingdom time as far as the Jews go. And my friends, as far as anybody left on the face of the earth who did not know that Jesus Christ before the rapture was the only way to eternal life. And the only way anybody gets off this planet after the rapture, my friends, during the time of great tribulation and the time that the mark of the beast is being doled out is when they are prompted uh, by the authorities then to denounce Jesus Christ or die. That will be their only choice. You'll either take the mark of the beast, which dooms your soul for all eternity, or you will be beheaded for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would venture to say that there is not many people uh, on the face of this planet uh, that would be willing to be beheaded for the Le Lord Jesus Christ if they can't even serve him on this side of the rapture. But that is a plan that God has prepared and is in his hand and his hand only for the other side of the rapture. So I don't even have an inkling as to how that will go. And I'm not going to be here for that. I'm going to be going in the rapture because that's where I want to go. I do not want to burn in torment and uh, be in the presence of Satan for all eternity. This life is not even anything. It's a, it's a speck compared to what eternity is, my friends. The decision you make today to follow the Lord Jesus Christ for all eternity is just that. It's forever. It's with time without end. No one here at this point knows what that means. Time without end. It is eternity, my friends. You do not want to spend it in the lake of fire, burning in torment and anguish and reliving every evil thing that you ever did in your life. And then on top of that, insult upon injury, 
looking up into the halls of heaven and seeing those who tried to point you in the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ, but you refused by your own will, my friends. But don't worry, they're never going to miss you because once we leave this world and are in uh, glory, we will never remember the things of this world. And uh, only thing we will know in heaven is we will know other people who are Christians by their spirit because we will be spirit in a new body, my friends, an eternal body. And we will be known as we were known here. And the Lord God only allows good into heaven so there won't be anything bad about us ever remembered because it all came under the blood of Jesus. And that is why Jesus went to the cross so that we could repent of our sins upon this earth and begin to walk with him for the rest of our life after doing so and then be invited to the family of God for all eternity and live our life in dual citizenship in heaven and on the new earth, my friends, ruling and reigning with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is all laid out in his word. It's the roadmap to everything, my friends, good, bad, ugly, and eternity. So today, my friends, is the day of salvation. I don't know how to put this any plainer, but I'll tell you what, People are running out of time. People are dying in the most mysterious ways. They're being eaten by sharks. They're, they're, they're dying because a strange mosquito bites them, and now it's some new strain of a, 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 a disease that no one's ever heard of. They said that Ebola, Ebola is spreading all over the world by people getting on planes and, and taking it from here and there. You know, the Lord said this would happen, my friends. It's a narrowing down. People have got to make their choice in whom they're going to serve for all eternity while they are in the land of the living. Because after you take your last breath, no matter why you take it, whatever decision you were in at the time that you took it, is where you will be for all eternity. Because the Lord God did not send his one and only begotten son to this earth to die a horrible death upon the cross and shed his precious and holy blood for us if we're not going to do something to honor him. My friends, we must honor the one who came to save us. That's what Jesus Christ is. He's the Savior. He's the soon coming King. He's the Messiah of the Jewish people, my friends, and they will know it. The Bible even says that for all who see him, they will see the one that they have pierced and they will suddenly know who he is. What they do with their choice from that point on, my friends, is up to them just as the same as it has been up to us. Uh, during this time of grace, either they will fall on their faces before the Lord Jesus Christ and begin to follow him as their Messiah, their long awaited, uh, long awaited Messiah, or they will be, they will tolerate the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ for a thousand years because there won't be anything but peace during the millennial kingdom time. My friends, the Lord has a few little screws to turn out on countries that won't uh, play by the rules. He said, if they don't come and worship in Jerusalem during that time, then they just won't get rain. Well, you know, they'll want water and they'll want food. So I guess they'll do it and they'll have to go along with it. 
But the fact is, is when that time of the thousand year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ is up here on the earth, just before eternity begins for all eternity, my friends, they have one last choice. That's why the Satan is only uh, put into the bottomless pit during the time of um, the millennial kingdom, because he has to be able and allowed to come out and roam the earth one last time to receive all the souls that don't want to go with the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends. It's a choice you make. It's purely up to you. So if you find yourself in the lake of fire for all eternity, and this is no joke, You'll have no one else to blame but yourself because the Lord Jesus Christ came to set all men free. What they do with that gift is up to them. And so therefore, my friends, if today you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your only savior and way of escape from that which is going on in this earth already and which is to intensify until Shortly, the rapture takes place, and only those who belong to the Lord at the time of his appearing will go with him, my friends. No one else will see him come at that time. The whole world will, that's left behind will see him at his second coming, but it will be way too late for them then. They will be on their way to the lake of fire because he's going to destroy everybody that's left at that time because they will have all taken the mark of the beast, except for those that he has tucked away and prepared to go on into the millennial kingdom time, whoever they may be, but they certainly are the Jews for sure. My friends, so the fact is, is today is the day of salvation, says the Lord God. So if you have not asked the Lord Jesus Christ to be your savior, today is the day, my friends, and uh, there, today should be the day and never look back from this day forward ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and begin to walk, begin to walk with him daily, begin to read his word, begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself, my friends, so that you won't be duped into believing something that is wrong and end up in the lake of fire because of your ignorance. My friends, it'll only be your own fault. The Lord has given us the tools we need Every person on the face of the planet has an opportunity to be received into glory. And for those who can't think for themselves, the Lord has a plan for them as well, my friends. So let's don't try to bring in any shady thought processes. Just know that every person upon the face of this planet, whether the Lord God has to come to them by way of his spirit and speak to their spirit, he can do it. And he can convey to them who he is, and they can make their choice spirit to spirit. So today is the day of salvation, my friends. And if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ today, I am prepared to pray with you and for you. But you, it, but it is between you and the Lord God as to what you do in your heart, because that is what he looks at. He doesn't look at the outside. He looks at your heart. You can fool man, but you cannot fool God. He knows the end from the beginning. He already knows where you will be in eternity that is yet to come. So today, my friends, you need to find out where you're going to be by asking the Lord Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Master and Savior of your life. With that said, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ or rededicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ today, Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and then begin to walk with him. Know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to work in you 
and seek the Lord God for the indwelling power of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Let me pray quickly with you and for you. Please repeat this prayer with me, my friends. It has nothing to do with repeating the prayer, except it should be coming from your heart. And it is a a admission to the Lord that you are in need of a savior. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne this day and I bow down spiritually speaking. I thank you for the gift of your one and only begotten son who is Jesus Christ. Lord God, I know that I am a sinner and need of a Savior, and that your Son is the only Savior of all mankind. Thank you for that gift. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would please forgive me of my sins this very hour and to help me turn from my wicked ways. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance and I will seek you I will seek your power working and anointing by way of the Father that I may walk in this new gift of life given to me by the Lord Jesus Christ Lord Jesus I know that you are faithful and true to forgive me of my sins if I humbly come before your throne and ask. And as I bow down this day, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and I ask that you would forgive me of my sins this hour and begin to cuddle me and bring me fully into the family of God, that I would be ready, watching, and waiting for your imminent return, never to turn back, but to be with you forever in glory. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray. Amen. My friends, if you said that prayer right now, you're one second old in the Lord. Don't turn back. Don't revert back to willfully sinning, because as soon as you go back to willfully sinning, you're turning off the Lord. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep keep thee and make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee and lift up his countenance upon thee, and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven? 